Hi, and welcome to The Gene Space, where I talk about music, life in an autistic household, writing, reading, and whatever random rabbit holes I've dived down lately. I'm so glad you're listening today. You know how some grown-ups are always asking kids what they want to be when they grow up themselves? This is a question I try not to pose, partly because of a conversation I had once with my sister, who is two years younger than I am. Uh, she told me how uncomfortable not having figured out a future profession made her, partly because I was so sure about my future career as a zoo veterinarian, which was up until about age 13 that I was going to do that, and then a musician, which was from age 13 onward. In the course of the zoo vet thing, I collected facts about insects, animals, and animal behavior. These things still fascinate me. I guess you could call them one of my special interests as an autistic person. And along with that, I, in looking back, feel that uh, my tunnel vision about the future is also an interesting trait, although it's you know, not always very useful. Um, of course, it's a general human trait, the assumption that things, for a wide value of things, will always be the same. Which brings me to 16 years ago in the fall of 2007 and things that I thought would be the same. Enjoy the show! On June 4th, 2019, meteorologists in the San Diego, California area spotted an anomalous blob on their radar. Was it a storm system? No rain had been in the forecast. Upon investigation, the blob turned out to be a massive swarm of ladybugs, an estimated 80 by 80 miles wide, flying 5,000 to 9,000 feet above ground. The insects were headed in the direction of Mexico. I say swarm, but when ladybugs do it, it's called a bloom. Not all blooms are migratory. The most common time for this grouping is during cooler weather when ladybugs clump together for warmth and security. I've seen a ladybug bloom once. This was almost exactly 16 years ago, just after we'd moved to this house. It was a strange autumn in 2007, in nature as well as in the human world, where thanks to greed gone wild, things were falling to pieces financially. We'd been in the new house for about a month, and it felt as though the oak in the front yard disapproved of us. You'd think the sound of acorns on a roof would be pleasant, calming, and a little melancholy, like raindrops. Nope. They rattled like machine gun fire and rolled annoyingly under our feet on the front steps and walk. Then came the day of the bloom. I parked in the driveway in the late afternoon and found the west face of the house where our back door is, covered with a writhing tapestry of ladybugs, thousands and thousands of them. Hundreds were clinging to the screen of the back door. It was beautiful. The sun was hitting them at just the right angle to make them sparkly and deeply unsettling. I lugged our groceries to the front door, which fortunately was ladybug-free. Ladybugs are also known as ladybirds, or lady cows, depending on how far back in English you care to go. Birds and bugs are pretty self-explanatory. They both fly, although bugs is actually technically incorrect, 
according to those killjoy entomologists. These creatures, the ladybugs, have the wrong kind of life cycle and mouth parts. So ladybugs are actually beetles. I wondered, why cows? Or why ladies? It's thought that lady is related to the Virgin Mary. Medieval farmers were praying for help with agricultural pests, and they started noticing little red bugs around that loved the taste of aphids, thereby saving the crops. At least the valiant ladybugs who could get past the aphids and guards did. All the bathtub Marys of my town, and there are quite a few, wear a blue cloak, but in some iconography beneath that cloak, Mary's dress is red. Therefore, the farmers called them Lady in tribute to her. The cow's part comes from the spots on a ladybug's back, which look like the spots on some cows, I guess, if you squint the right way. Back in 2007, we thought, okay, this is going to be our life now. Every fall, marked by acorn clamor and ladybugs blotting out the siding. That turned out not to be the case. The oaks just happened to be masting rather massively that year. The news in 2007 was too busy documenting the financial crisis to bother with stories about masting, but this fall, my beloved Boston Channel 4 ran several stories explaining this phenomenon. Evidently, a lot of people have been complaining about acorns falling onto their heads this year. Oak masting happens about every two to five years, and all the trees make more acorns than normal and drop those acorns at the same time. This gives more chance that some of those acorns will root and turn into oaks themselves rather than squirrel fodder. Masting is more common after a year with difficult conditions like last year's drought. Over the last 16 years, we've had plenty of acorns, but in more restrained amounts. The yard squirrels find it easy to keep up. And every autumn, a few ladybugs make their way into the house where they entertain Capone the cat and eventually expire on our windowsills. But there haven't been any siding blooms. But this year, this year the oaks are masting and the acorns are pop, pop, popping. Superstitious, pattern-making me worries and hopes that the ladybugs will bloom where I can't see them. Thanks so much for spending a bit of your day here. Close to a week after writing that essay, and so far, there are no ladybug blooms. Actually, there's not as many ladybugs around, it seems, as normal, or I haven't just noticed them. The mornings are colder, but we haven't yet had the first frost, which usually uh, precedes a bloom. I'm glad, because there's not really that much about fall of the year 2007 that I'm nostalgic for, and I'd very much like it if the ladybugs didn't pile on in the fall of 2023, which in its own way is proving to be way more ominous than 2007. Still, I found myself walking around town looking for fall, a way to notice it while it's here, trying to get to the streets with the most Halloween decorations, front step pumpkins and flower tubs with purple, crimson, and yellow blooms. It's been fun and weird. Today's essay comes from my WordPress blog, which is also called The Gene Space, if you'd like to read the original or some of my other work. 
Also, if you're inclined to support this show, that would be much appreciated. Every little bit helps. There's a donations button on my homepage. Until next time, be well 